0: hello and welcome everyone to today's news tonight the weeknight news show where we're joined by special guests our lovely patrons and our awesome youtube audience to discuss the day's gaming news i'm your host derek bittner and i'm joined by my good friend and gvg graphic artist daniel alba along with our very special guest former ui game designer and professor and now twitch streamer mary lee hi mary how's it going
1: Hey, going pretty well. Thanks for hey. having me on. Great to meet everybody. Of
0: course, Uh yeah. For a while there, I had a thought. Like, because, so fun story, <laughs> how Mary and I met.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: basically, we signed up my son for a just. It's literally called Little Gym, and it's just a play. It was like a chance for him to actually interact with other kids his age.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: First class I go to. Mary's there we happen we hit it off because hey we're both nerds and uh yeah that's that that's pretty much it it's like we we our sons get along together
1: I uh I didn't I don't think we actually talked about anything nerdy the first time we met but I I had a general vibe like this this man seems like he's a nerd he seems like he he can talk about computer things you You definitely had some sort of And it was like, oh, oh, man, we both play FF14. All right, here we go. We're friends now. That's yeah, as you soon mean. as we learned
0: that, it was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, not sure <laughs> about how it's going to go. But, yeah, I think you had a nerdy shirt on. But I, I it might have been your office shirt. It might
1: have been my office shirt. Yeah. I try to keep the power levels down mm-hmm. a little bit. To and I saw that. That was enough. Myself.
0: Amy loves the office. <laughs> it was just enough. Was like, there was this girl there that was wearing an office shirt. You'd probably like her. <laughs> and sure enough she got talking to with you next time but yeah that that's how we met and then i learned that you were actually part of like uh gaming for a while smaller studios yep. as you said um, yeah
1: i prefer smaller studios to to working wow. at some place like ea but <laughs>
0: yeah so uh you I, I figure as a ui game designer you and daniel actually would probably I uh, hit it off pretty well since he's in graphics design and all that. And as
1: soon as you said you were the graphics I, guy, I was like, oh, we're friends. All right,
2: I'm on board with you. <laughs> we got things to talk about. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: talk about the love for Persona 5.
2: And that it's UI. UI. I keep going for that for a while. I, but... <laughs>
1: With uh, my best friend at the time, and I remember the first time I saw the victory screen, where you're running through the results. And then the I just set the controller through. down and just sat there in sadness. And my friend was like, "What? What's wrong? What happened?" I'll never make something as great as <laughs> so, this. It's I, so beautiful. The best screen has already been created, and I didn't do it. <laughs> I've never
2: seen like just never seen a game that can integrate a UI so naturally with the world and the aesthetic of the game around it, and it's just a beautiful thing to behold and then so they kind of went back and did that to persona 4 as well like with, with the games that came out after it and it's just it's just something i could talk about forever but we don't yeah. talk about that
1: yeah. sadly we, we got other news stories to talk about Sad- yeah. yeah sadly sadly i uh, saw someone in chat saying the persona 4 golden ui it's pretty i hope you like yellow
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yellow and some rainbow colors in there. I hope you like some feel good vibes with that one. That's definitely more of a of, mm. a, of a happy aesthetic, especially with the the yellow so prominent. Exactly.
1: It's a story about murder, so yay! Let's all be yeah, happy. yeah.
0: Exactly. It's Sparkle all, it's all fun. Life. It's good. It's good times. It's good times.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, you might notice that Ash is not here. It is as you might know, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and his wife actually has a day off. That does not happen too often. A lot of times we'll get done with the show and he's like, Hey, my wife just got home. Let me go say hi to her before we do the post show. Uh, and so there's a chance for him to actually hang out. So I was like, you know what? Sure. Ash, go hang out with your wife. I'll, I'll allow you to hang out with your wife. Why not?
2: <laughs> yeah. I'll cover for you, Ash. Don't worry. I mean, I not know as much about Mega Man, but I will yeah. do what I can to fill the void. <laughs>
0: but Hey, I'm already jealous of Daniel. We got back from seeing bell.
2: Yeah that uh, he, it's funny because Ash texted me as I was in the theater I'm just like oh god I'm people are going to be yelling at me for their bite screen while I'm doing this but I got to I got to talk to these guys but uh yeah um really great movie if anyone hasn't seen Belle um it, it, it's it's such a it, but by the same people who worked on you know um the the boy and the beast summer um, wars uh, wolf children yeah. the girl who left through time really great movie amazingly aesthetically um artistic and musically driven uh i suggest i recommend it to everybody that is interested in animation um at all it's it's such a good watch
0: yeah i i showed amy a trailer and it's like <laughs> mary, mary and i were uh talking or we were both talking it's like okay we'll watch your son while you go see a movie and we'll watch mm-hmm. you know watch our son while we go mm-hmm. see a movie and we were discussing it about spider-man but i think amy's decided to like is Rather see be- Bell instead, like eh, Spider-Man will be in on Disney Plus in uh, in March, probably. Let's be honest. So let's go see Bell. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll see what that is. But yeah, check out Belle uh, anime. Just see the trailer. It's it looks pretty freaking gorgeous. Plus, I, Summer Wars is one of my favorite animes of all time. So there is that.
2: That's definitely one of Mamoru Hosada's best work. I'll say that. Mm. So. I'll say I, I have
1: a massive soft spot for Wolf Children. Even before I had mm-hmm. my son, I adore Wolf I, Children. I so. I can't
2: I can't show
0: Amy Wolf Children. I I would feel <laughs> guilty. It, it will
1: kill her. Oh, it I, will
0: kill her. Yeah. Like it, I am. She gets teary eyed at the, you know, simple things. And Wolf Children is laser focused.
1: It's a lot to destroy her. <laughs> Just so. show her the one cute part where she's like the her daughter. I think ate the silica packet and she's trying to decide between the veterinary <laughs> clinic and the children's clinic. Just show her that.
0: That, that so is I'm a like, good part. It's, great. it's a comedy. Yeah, exactly. It it's, it's funny. It's funny. Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't don't worry about it. Uh, and one, I have shown Amy your name. I, I did. I did show her that one. That one got me. Oh God, you know, mm. <laughs> That was a
2: good one too. Name. So. Oh man.
0: Oh goodness, but. Before, we should probably actually get to the news, but even before that, we do have our sponsor for the day, the Game Orb. And the Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage from the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Sonic Colors, Ultimate, and Splatoon 2 can be seen on the channel, the Game Orb will have a new Mario Party Superstars video every weekday this month, which will include a match with Ash, Steve, and a friend of his, all five boards using being 30 turns each and ranking all the mini games in groups of which they have of which they've originated from. So be sure to subscribe to the Game Warp at the link in the description and check out their friend the Galactic Reaper as well. And I believe we are getting closer and closer to that magic 4. We are above that Steve push last time. We didn't notice that, but we, the Steve oh. bump on Friday pushed him over. 414 Ooh. subs. Dang. No, that means we have a new goal. Let's get Game Warp to four hundred and fifty and keep pu- pushing it forwards. That's that's great news to start a Monday. <laughs> and uh
2: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, all good stuff there. In addition, I um, uh, just got a five dollars super chat from Wape Mulenga. Thank mm-hmm. you so much! Saying fun fact for Summer Wars: its plot is legit Digimon R War game. So if you like Summer Wars, watch R War game. I, I have oh. heard that. I've huh. not watched R War game. Uh, not even watched Digimon the movie because that whole <laughs> sewn together yeah. mess. But I have seen. I have, do know that that's sort of the origin.
1: Hmm.
0: Very nice. I yeah,
1: did I should... not know that.
0: No. Oh really? Okay. No. I, I wonder when he's going to take. Uh, do an adaptation like his own version of uh baron Matsuri for for One Piece cuz that movie got dark. Oh boy. Man. Oh boy. <laughs> anyway though, let's go ahead and jump into our first story of the day and this one is all about Sony on PC. Yep. <laughs> So, Corey Bal- Balrog, uh, director uh, at Sony Santa Monica, one who works on all the God of War games, basically ever since 2, uh, in an interview with uh, Game Informer, mentioned that it actually took multiple studios pressuring Sony to bring their games to PC to actually make it happen, because Sony's all about that exclusivity. They don't really like to play nice with other people. They don't like that cross or stuff like that. But... Um, They were, he says here, they were championing it from an early stage. He says, I think it was the collective studios all over saying this was a really good idea. We should be looking into this. Eventually, I think it reached that tipping point when he had sent so many suggestion box suggestions that they were like, I'm tired of hearing all this. Fine. We'll do this. Um and they say they're still figuring it out as a company, how the individual for the individual studios, uh, taking it one game at a time and determining is this the best thing? Do people enjoy it? Uh, is there anything we did wrong? What can we do better in the future? It's all stuff like that, and um, I find that pretty interesting that they had the studios themselves had to really push Sony to actually do this sort of thing. So, yeah, what do you guys think?
1: I mean. Kind of about time, honestly. <laughs> I, I can definitely see why they were bullied by enough people into it. And honestly, with, with the PS4 and the PS5 especially, it's the hardware's gotten so close to PCs anyway, it's, it's not even that far of a leap to have them be cross-released. Not...
0: Really?
2: <laughs> yeah, honestly, like like a lot of these systems, a lot of these games. Like, who who would have thought? People want to play popular games on different consoles that they don't own. Like, not everybody can own the, a really like high tech PC and a PlayStation at the same time to play these sort of the um, games that are exclusive to one another. So, I mean, yeah, more games for more consoles that we can play on, or more more platforms, whether it's like Xbox, PC, PlayStation, Switch, anything um get those out for people but man playstation always has been really like like nitpicky about this for for a long time and mm-hmm. i think i started to learn that when as we mentioned before persona persona like the main series has only been on playstation and like mm-hmm. it's just very recently like the other year was when persona 4 golden finally came to steam mm-hmm. and now there's all these rumors about it coming out to other consoles as well and it's all about that exclusivity and, and trying to break away from that it's good to see that these, this is starting to finally branch out to more consoles at this point or more platforms
0: it's it's about time. I think it felt weird at first as a Sony fan to see their games on PC, but the more I think about it, the more it kind of makes sense. Just get that audience out there, mm-hmm. especially for these older games. Like Horizon's been out for a while. You see it on shelves for the complete edition for like 15 bucks all the time. Uh, God of War obviously came out in 2018, so that's been a while. Uh, this, the, the Uncharted collection is coming out, but that's just, again, just a collection of older games. I don't think we'll ever see Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart on PC, though.
2: Yeah, that I think seems... the really exclusive, like, PlayStation exclusives are probably, like, seems like, like Ratchet and Clank, I can't imagine those on PC for some reason. Like, it, like other it, games. It requires like, a, of a... um
1: The controller-style input, yeah. The controller-style
0: input, but also the, uh, the what is it, the SD. Uh, the really fast loading, and not every PC is equipped with that. Mm-hmm. So, something
2: with the SSD or
0: yeah, the SSD, that's it. I, I can remember. I knew there was like another S in there or something like that, but yeah, um, there, there's too much stuff baked into Ratchet and Clank that uh, is, requires the PS5. So I just can't imagine it being on PC.
2: Yeah. Like when you're going from like when you're latching or you're shotting yourselves into a rift and how it's so instantaneous, that's something that not any console can simply accomplish. Like that's something that, yeah, I, it truly is a PlayStation Five exclusive, at least as far as as technology is right now, and also with like the haptic feedbacks and all that. It doesn't give you the same experience as if you were to have it on PC. Mm.
0: So. I, at least I assume so. Again, I'm not much of a PC gamer, so I, well, yeah. I don't <laughs> don't know this because Rota and the live and the patron chat is saying uh, Psychonauts 2 does the same. Like I've not played Psychonauts 2, uh, but you know mm. could be. Uh, either way, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll see many more. Uh, Sony games on PC as time goes on. But we'll have to see what actually they choose.
1: Mm -hmm. I did see people in the chat talking about like, you know, they're like, oh, why are Japanese companies, you know, so conservative? And then they get surprised when they do cross-platform and it works. (laughs) And I, I think, you know, historically speaking, Japan has only recently started to see a shift in general towards the PC gaming market. So I wonder if the Sony execs are then just another layer further removed as far as, You know how how trusting they are in the PC to be successful if they release their games on it.
0: Yeah, I I, Mm -hmm. they're they're a little persnickety, as from what I understand with the Japanese devs, businessmen, they they're very tend to go a little conservative with what they expect and what they do, but um, yeah, I mean, it's cool. Uh, I'm glad to see it. Apparently, it's a really good port for God of War, uh, but Yeah. yeah. I have a PS5. I'm going to use my PS5. I'm sorry. My my PS5 is definitely probably runs better than my PC. In fact, I know it does oh, yeah. because I, <laughs> I'll play Final Fantasy 14 with Amy and we'll play together and load up in the same area and she'll start playing like 10 seconds before I do. So <laughs> she's oh, yeah. she has me beat.
2: Yeah. Our, our PCs are a bit lagging behind our PS5s, that's for sure. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh Well, before we move on, because uh, let's be honest, news in January is always kind of thin. <laughs> so we're there's trying. not a whole lot to really say about it. We're trying.
2: We're trying. Down. we're trying.
0: We're trying. We're <laughs> trying. Um, but yeah, before that, recbcq thank you very much for the $2 super chat saying port games to PC or port m- more PS5s to Amazon, please. I'll take the latter. Like more PS5s on Amazon. That'd be that'd be nice.
2: Get those consoles in people's hands. Mm-hmm. I'd say if,
1: if anyone could come up with silicon parts right now though. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. That would be nice.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh goodness. But oh well. Let's go ahead and jump into the next story, which is small but interesting in from just timeline perspective, I'd say. I think mm-hmm. that's the big thing with this. So let's jump out go ahead and jump over to that. So some Mega Man Zero concept art has surfaced from two years before the game released. Never before seen. This is courtesy of Rockman Corner, of course. <laughs> um, and they just released this. They they found this concept art from 2000. Uh, apparently it's from former Mega Man series designer Mr. Pinkhead uh, he's showing off this early concept art, which with the timeline of all this, uh, it's interesting because... This is before um, Inti Creates took over. So this was being internally developed by Capcom. It's also, I believe, uh, before Mega Man X5 was released. They were already working on Zero in that vein. Uh, And even before... Gosh, what was the other thing? It was before... It's like doing a, 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 a... Basically doing a bunch of other things where you could kind of get the idea of when stuff was coming out and what was going on at the time. And kind of these early thoughts about how zero was going to take shape. So it's, it's pretty cool.
1: You know, I, I remember seeing when I read the article, there was the note about how the, the concept artist who drew this was drawing from inspiration from, um, uh, Ternay Gundam. Because mm-hmm. um, he was really into Mead's work at the time. So I, I spent so long staring at this image, though, trying to see the Turn A Gundam influence in it. And I kept trying so hard. And, <laughs> and all I could end up with was like, well, I mean, Mega Man's shape? Or like, I guess in this case, Zero Shape? It looks like a Turn A Gundam might, but that's just how Mega Man's always been drawn, really.
0: <laughs> I'm not familiar with Turn A Gundam, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what...
1: Um, so same. it came out um, in, in 99 or 2000 But it was, uh, it was Still done by the, the same director uh, Tomino who directed the original Gundam I'm I'm a bit of a Gundam fan. I'm just going to get
0: a little bit <laughs> here. <laughs> Mega Man fan, Gundam fan, this is straight down your alley.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's why i stared at this image so long. But the best description I've heard of Turn A Gundam is it's a Studio Ghibli movie if you're reading a science fiction novel at the same time as trying to watch it. He spends a lot more time really focusing on like small character interactions and like the human stories that take place within the Gundam universe. His other goal was then there's like snippets dropped throughout the series of all the previous gundam series so it was his goal to basically establish the gundam timeline in this series and whether or not he did that successfully can be debated but that's why i (laughs) stared so long at this being like okay where's mead's influence where's where's my organic looking turn a gundams and i
0: eh, I (laughs) doesn't doesn't quite work um according to these notes uh, the opening stage was titled laboratory zero and this is where zero interred himself as research material upon learning he that he was the one carrying the maverick virus um, and apparently the enemies would actually materialize out of data screens due to some sort of electronic contamination um, huh <laughs> that's it's certainly different like I've only played a very little amount of Mega Man zero but I can already tell you that's very different from what inti creates eventually create uh done did
1: mm-hmm. hmm. yeah familiar- i kind of wish we got some more of this this timeline version but
0: eh. yeah the uh the original plan <laughs> rather than the uh like, we gotta shift it a little bit to accommodate x6
1: yeah. <laughs> I do remember hearing that the uh the designer of X six had a had a bit of a conniption when he's like, No, it was supposed to end at five. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I have to plan for this in six.
0: Such <laughs> so a pain just a pain. Um <laughs> Ash is saying in the chat, uh the player character in that concept art looks more like BBA Mega Man uh than Zero though. BBA BBA. BBA. <laughs> I'm not that big of a <laughs> I, I enjoy Mega Man, Ash, but I couldn't tell you what... Oh, bad oh, box that's art that's Mega hard. Man. Yep,
1: just got it. Oh. <laughs> oh, he doesn't look like he's melting while, while I running mean, I don't it. think that's
0: actually... I don't think that's actually Mega Man, though. I think that that's an enemy that's coming... Oh, that's a Pantheon. Yeah, I think it might be like that... Maybe the Pantheon and the whole, like, X uh, copy X thing was already established mm. by this point, and that's why they're coming out of the data um data screens but oh. i i don't know i guess data screens would also like continue the idea of just in the virus and the infections huh i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i do not know but it, it's it's fascinating from a legacy standpoint of just how early they were working on zero and just how much uh, i guess pre-production went into it before the game
2: actually released I'm always so fascinated to see concept art of any game from way back then, especially seeing it resurface so many years later. Um am glad Mary's here because I'm definitely not the person to, to comment on <laughs> Mega Man or Gundam, so <laughs> sorry, Ash.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel, I feel I feel like we're missing Ash on this one, but I'm glad Mary can like, pick up the slack for us because I am – Definitely. I, I enjoy myself some Mega Man. I played the original Zero, but um, beyond that <laughs> – I got tri- to
1: play a little bit of Zero. I didn't actually get to play Mega Man Zero until my brother gave me my own Game Boy Advance because until then I had to steal his whenever he wasn't using it, <laughs> and that was he was not going to let me get my hands on it that often. But um, I feel like part of why it was in pre-production for so long is I think what year did the Game Boy Advance come out? Like
0: I don't know.
1: Early two hmm. thousands. I want to say it was like
0: wasn't it? Or... Yeah, two
1: thousand one.
0: I want to I say yeah, so. yes, March twenty first, two
1: thousand one. But yeah, so I feel like maybe they they had to spend so much time trying to plan on how the Game Boy Advance would work and what they could do with it.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. It's. I, I wonder if they always played on this being on the Game Boy Advance, and they just saw that like it or it was coming as like okay, let's move it there or something like that. I honestly not sure.
1: Oh. yeah
2: i wouldn't know super interesting though yeah
0: it, it's a cool bit of lost art uh mm-hmm. kind of gives you a bit more context which is always uh a lot of fun but uh i'm kind of tapped for <laughs> things to say about this i'll be honest so
2: <laughs> all good
0: yeah let's go ahead and move on with uh and but before that we got another super chat from RecBCQ bcq with two dollars saying i don't know why but i just thought of Mega Man cross evangelion <laughs> that's a thought
1: that would, that's a horrifying yeah. sounding mega man it's game a- <laughs> I,
0: I mean the way I'd cross that over is just give them the time limit for uh <laughs> from the that the Avas have it's like you got two minutes to get through this mes- me- uh, level and beat this boss go which would be its own form of panic, I suppose. Um, And then Storysmith, with a $4.99 super chat, thank you so much, says, Gotta ask, favorite Gundam series? Mine was Gundam 00 for a while, uh, but Iron-Blooded Orphans blew it out of the water for me.
1: Orphans is fantastic. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've not watched a lot of... It's been a long time since I've watched a a bunch of uh, uh, Gundam uh, stuff. But of the ones I've watched, I'd say... For seriousness, uh, Eighth MS team I think is brilliant. Nice short, hard-hitting series. Uh, as f- for just ridiculousness and just pure love of it, I loved uh, G Gundam. I, I I will never forget G Gundam. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, say I remember when S, uh, when my brother learned about G Gundam, he literally came to my room screaming like, "Mary, you you've got to get downstairs. You got to watch this, Mary. Mary, there's there's a windmill Gundam. There's a tequila Gundam, <laughs> Mary. You got to come downstairs." <laughs> uh, my favorite is is gonna be the original Mobile Suit Gundam. I've awesome. got this is my one Gunpla is the RX-78. Um, but I am, I'm also a huge fan of Tokusatsu shows like Super Sentai and stuff, and I feel like mm-hmm. You have to be a little bit into stuff like that in order to appreciate OG Gundam at this point, but it's also great meme fodder if you just want some really good Twitter reaction gifs. OG Gundam's there to provide for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 okay, Daniel, what's your?
2: I've seen. I remember I saw so much of uh, Gundam when I was introduced to Toonami and just seeing like pretty much just binging those kind of shows on there. Um, But man, G Gundam is the one that sticks out of my mind the most because of yeah, just the sheer ridiculousness of it and it's it's it has its own special plates in our hearts i believe (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. oh it absolutely does gundam wing was another one i did watch bolt mouse x and you know i i did even at the time it's like boy these are really emo boys fighting all this but there were some really good action scenes in that anime (laughs) like when they got the truly ridiculous gundams by the end of the series like yeah i was like all right i'm down for this this is cool
1: (laughs) Didn't get into Gundam Wing. I all my friends were into it because Pretty Boys, but I don't. I don't know. It you didn't have a no Pretty
0: Boy of. that you were a fan of.
1: <laughs> I didn't have a, a, a horse in any of the Pretty Boy camps. No.
0: No. It's just it's like it's like Sailor Moon. They have if you got five Gundam boys to choose from, just uh just pick <laughs> your favorite.
1: Thing. I already had all of my Good horses one. in the Sailor Moon camp. I was already into the Sailor Jupiter. I I had no spare cares to give for pretty boy Gundam.
0: This is also why you my like G Gundam, because I'm pretty sure <sighs> there's a there's basically a Sailor Moon Gundam in G Gundam, if I remember correctly. I wouldn't be surprised. I forget which yeah. country it was, but there is there is absolutely one that basically just looks like Sailor Moon.
1: I'd have to look it up. <laughs> and now oh. I'm scared to, like, search anything because everyone's pointed out my clicky-clack keyboard.
2: <laughs> oh, shot at over here.
1: <laughs> I've got my blue switches. They're loud.
2: All good. All good. I'm um, glad that through this question, I learned that you are on Sailor Jupiter's team, and that is making me a happy camper. Well,
1: <laughs> got, all my figures are off screen, but oh yeah, have got, got more, more ah. figures. Oh, there you go my favorite sailor jupiter apparently we
2: need to see that side of your of your camera to you see all their all of, what else are the oh, fun things you have there right in
0: here we mind. here we go i i got Here's it for here check. for whatever reason god bless this show Tell me <laughs> for what god bless this show this is neo sweden's gundam
1: oh yeah there it is it's
0: just that's Oh Sailor, Moon <laughs> Sailor Moon Gundam.
1: That's Sailor Moon Gundam with some Sailor Venus hair going on. Got some oh, yeah.
0: on there. In yep. In I the do not remember that is Gundam a sassy Moon Gundam. <laughs> 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 uh, well, hey, you might claim we're getting off topic, but we're still talking about we robots.
1: Um, I mean, we can always talk about Kirby. I can bring up more Kirby figures.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> <In this Kirby. laughs> ah, that's all right. Let's go ahead. You know what I want to talk about now. That I'm thinking about it. Let's talk Tomb Raider. Oh so, <laughs> a modder by the name of X Prager uh, managed somehow to get Tomb Raider running on the Game Boy Advance. It is unbelievable. If you haven't seen this, look up this video and just seeing one how it actually controls it seems to go pretty well, and other than some slowdown. Yeah, this is just Tomb Raider on Game Boy Advance. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, this is insane. Like, just to see a game like this on something as small as a Game Boy Advance, like, like they use, oh my gosh, what were they using to, to make this happen? Open Lara was a problem. It prop- was Open Lara, open- yeah. Yeah, and just to uh, to make this work, to make the whole game fit in, like a you have to have it like be a thirty-two or something megabyte cartridge in order to fit in there. Which I, mm-hmm. I think they only did a portion of the game, I believe, not the yeah, whole. Yeah, three, three Yeah, just yeah. the first three levels. But wow, it's something. It's still an accomplishment in itself <laughs> a little Game Boy Advance.
1: Right, like I knew the Game Boy Advance, you could rotate three D sprites, but as far as like full three D environments and three D movements, I, I yeah. had- I really honestly expected to watch this video, and I was looking for bits to like. Is this a hoax? Have they like have they imposed this video on there? I. Don't.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I could see, I could definitely see that, but it it seems completely legit. And I I mean, I remember being really impressed that Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories had FMVs on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah, this is those- so far beyond that.
1: Hmm.
2: I was impressed with those because they, were, at least for the time, they look pretty good compared to PS2 graphics, like just having that play as an FMV. But, yeah, this is a whole other level of something else, That a whole other accomplishment that they've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so, it's only at
1: 16 frames a second, but it's it still looks, I mean, a little dinky, oh, yeah. yeah. but still very playable. Uh,
2: uh, they're yeah, calling this
0: the it's, alpha it's, version, so apparently they plan to improve it even beyond this.
1: So, yeah, I know he said yeah. he wanted to at least fit the rest of the levels in there.
2: Oh yeah. This is definitely a slideshow, but it's a playable slideshow, as from what I can tell. Yeah. Uh even the
0: official Tomb Raider games that were ported to the to the Game Boy Advance um didn't look like this. So impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> impressive. Definitely. Uh real quick, Soulcaster saying D pad for three D movement, it's it's the stuff of nightmares. That's original <laughs> that's original Tomb Raider. That's how you played original Tomb Raiders with that D pad. Okay. It's it's it was um tank controls for Laura. Have fun with that. It sucks. Oh
1: <laughs> I did not play much Tomb Raider back in the the day and that was exactly the reason young me could not get tomb control person to work or tank control person to work.
2: Oh my gosh back in the day playing final fantasy 7 with just d-pad controls i'm just like oh god cloud please go in this corner i can't move <laughs> uh, i was still too i was to still too
0: used to d-pad at the time so like i yeah. came, grew up you know came up from genesis and SNES. So i was like yeah this is the way it goes I so just figure this out make it work somehow
2: um i guess i guess well with the n64 joystick yeah that's that, the reason why
0: that'll do it i'll get you uh adjusted to that the I played the original Tomb Raider games on on PC uh, using just keyboard like I didn't have a controller. I just uh-huh. just used the keyboard, which I guess was playable thanks to, you know, tank controls wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> it's the, and then when I finally got uh, my PlayStation and played Tomb Raider on there, I picked up three and four since, you know, I already had one and two. Of course, they're not as good, but <laughs> I never beat a single old Tomb Raider game. They're too hard.
2: Yeah, pretty tricky games. I should go back and play some of them. Maybe now I can go back and play them on the Game Boy Advance. When oh, there it's all you done. go. The ideal way go. to play. The ideal.
1: Next time you're stuck on a long plane flight and you have nothing better to do, just pop out your GBA Tomb Raider.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Can I just stick that to my Game Boy Player and play it on the... Well, then that defeats oh. the whole purpose, playing it on console. My...
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> the GBA <laughs> version on console. You know what? <laughs> go for it. Oh my go gosh. for it. I... It really is just absolutely unbelievable and um, not sure how they do it. But apparently this this Open OpenLaura software has been used to port it to the original Xbox, which can't be that hard, uh, the 3DO, the iPhone, and the 3DS. None of those are quite as impressive as this.
1: The Raspberry Pi is a little impressive that they got it to run on that. I'd have to know which Raspberry Pi to know how impressed on the scale I should be. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: goodness. But
0: yeah, that's something. (laughs) It's definitely something.
2: Yeah, I love to see these kind of technical... Uh, feats and accomplishments I love seeing them bring them more bring I mean, them on. <laughs> who has these ideas
0: like I'm going to port this entire game to the, the Game Boy Advance just because I have the, the time to do it yeah, where did this idea
2: I, start it's so awesome. I do
1: wonder if it's an offshoot of everyone who's porting Doom onto like pocket watches and stuff
2: <laughs> no, they, they're the... all just trying to outdo each other at this point it's, it's right. an arms race for technology and, and D makes
1: <laughs>
0: oh man if we could get Tomb Raider running on uh, Texas calculators now, now we're talking. Yeah. Get the Texas Instruments calculators. That'd be cool. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, it's it's something else. I you know I don't know if I'd actually play it this way, but again, cool, <laughs> good stuff. I suppose. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. We'll get our next uh, super chat. Thank you so much once again to StorySmith with a dollar ninety nine, saying Sailor Galaxia could be go could be Goku can't change my mind
1: is it could be goku or could beat goku
0: could i'm going to look up sailor <laughs> galaxia mean... cuz it could be
1: so it... i can i can briefly explain i'll try to summarize so sailor galaxia is um, she's essentially the the sailor scout uh, formed from the cosmos it's without getting into sailor moon lore she's essentially a starseed core of someone and she's insanely powerful um, but she's Basically, Vegeta, or no, she's Frieza. She's Frieza. Uh. That's the best analog, where she's just going around and just destroying planets, and all the Sailor Scouts that exist in the universe are, like, you can either die, or you can wear her bracelets and join her, but she controls your soul, so if you ever turn against her, she will just uh, vaporize you.
0: (laughs) I have never heard of this character before, and I watched Sailor Moon. Like, when
2: did
1: this happen? Sailor Moon, Sailor Stars, which they didn't bring to America for reasons.
2: Right. Okay, yeah. So that was like, was that the final season? Yes, that was the final
1: season. Okay. And Clover Cloverway would have never dubbed Sailor Stars, because you can't just cousins explain your way out of stars.
2: No, you You can't. There's other stuff in there where oh well there's some other themes in there that probably wouldn't have gone too well being translated to American. There was no way they could get around it. So Yeah. yeah I, think. I, th- I think
1: that's
0: actually has been dubbed now
2: though, right?
1: Uh yeah. They've now, um whichever company it is that has it now has done their dub of stars.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the did Sailor Moon Crystal cover this or did they stop before that?
1: Crystal is not there yet. They just finished Crystal. the Super S arc. Okay. Which is the fourth season out of five.
0: They're getting uh, there. As, getting as
1: far there. as her beating Goku, yeah, I think Galaxia mm. could beat Goku. I'm I'm fine with that.
0: Hmm. Oh snap! I mean, when I was looking it up, it wasn't Goku it was a prepare, uh, comparing her to. It was Beerus, <laughs> which is, who is <laughs> who is stronger than Goku. <laughs> so okay that's wild <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry to like Man. completely derail with that oh no that, that, that,
0: that's this i learned just something <laughs> derailment the show today i think that's just the way it's gonna go <laughs> um so yeah uh there's also a four dollar 99 cent super chat from Star- starry randomly asking can i get your group thoughts on marge simpson like two cents is summarizing <laughs> your opinions from her from everyone here um
2: Wow, I didn't expect this today. Why? <laughs> I don't know why,
0: but she's funny. I, I like her character. It's amazing she's still um, with Homer, but... You know. I
2: think she deserves better. She's probably the best mom in in, the, in all of Springfield.
1: <laughs> yeah. Easily easily the best mom. And I just love any gag where it involves her pulling something out of her hair. Any hair oh, gag yeah, that's with good. Her, I'm
0: here for. <laughs> um, the... Uh... <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to think of like other moms <laughs> that could compare and like maybe Maude Flanders, but she's dead now. So <laughs> I don't know. All so that right.
1: A little bit of edge and Maude, Maude Flanders does not have that.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: That is and true. You're wel- and you're welcome. Starry. I see all your thank How thankful you are. Yeah. I don't know why this came up, but you're welcome. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone else was saying that apparently Marge is surprisingly controversial and I have no idea I do why. not know anything oh. about
0: that. Oh I am not on that
1: part of the internet,
2: I
0: guess. No. (laughs) Of course, I have not watched New Simpsons in a very, very long
2: time.
1: Also truth. Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, let's go ahead and jump over to our fourth story, uh, which is all about PlayStation once again, but but from an Xbox perspective. Let's bring it up. So, Phil Spencer, in a recent interview with IGN, I believe... Uh set, basically was asked what their thoughts were on the rumors of a PlayStation equivalent to Game Pass. And uh because there was apparently documents seen by Bloomberg a while ago that we did talk about. That a new service is codenamed Spartacus and will combine the current PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now services, phasing out the branding of the latter. It's expected to launch for PS4 and PS5 this spring and structured across three payment steers and will um, basically do the same sort of thing as the Game Pass uh, to a degree. And basically, Phil Spencer's looked at this and says, basically, it's inevitable. He thinks, you know, he tells his studios is like, uh, it's not validation that they're copying us, it's just you know, what everybody's going to end up doing, we're just the first to do it and you know, they're they're going to try to do it to compete and so we just got to stay innovative compete like that um, so there's that And he's, I, I like the sort of down the earth response that Phil Spencer has, it's like, it's not like we've created something that no one else can go create this is perfectly in line with everybody else but they just, right now here you go, like you can uh, enjoy it so I don't know I've, I've liked these recent interviews with Phil Spencer just because he he seems humbled and doing well with by mm-hmm. after the Xbox one which I think Xbox kind of needed
1: <laughs> I mean it's also easy to be humble about the fact that yeah we, we basically just created the next model for paying for games that everyone wants to be and we're currently in charge of it this is a good place to be
2: <laughs> that's a yep. good point it's been pretty right now <laughs> Yeah, I think they would naturally have to like eventually come up with some kind of rival to this because the Game Pass is just a, an amazing deal still for everything you get for for the entire package, and so like it would just make sense that PlayStation would have to have something to compete against that to to help just you know these these console wars, wars as they say, um, just kind of going back and forth with trying to outdo each other, trying to it's healthy competition and in, in mm. the end it's it's they they try to outdo each other but also try to at the same time hopefully be mindful of the players as well while they're doing this. And yeah, just I, whatever model they come forward with this, I hope it's something that like there is healthy competition for it. Like I want to be able to to play games, but also not break my bank for it. Yeah.
1: I, I, I have to say the, Oh, go for oh, it. No, go, go ahead, Mary. Oh no, I was just going to say, I was talking to a, a friend of mine who's still in game dev and they were mentioning that their only concern with, I mean, you know, obviously this is a great, you know, it'd be great if Sony Game Pass came out as a thing. Also, it would simplify PlayStation Plus versus now, which they desperately need to do. Mm-hmm. But the concern would be for indie developers, like right now, it's awesome for them because, you know, right now most indie games never see the light of day. They they mm-hmm. die in the water because of they run out of funding or they never had funding. But so now they just, you know, Microsoft especially is just, you know, splashing cash on everybody, getting them getting them to make their first game. <laughs> So then they can, they've got now their first game that Microsoft funded, and then they can go through and then pitch to other uh, publishers and, you know, become successful indie devs. And so right now, that's solid and great. But like what happens five years from now when now every game company has something like Mm -hmm. an Xbox Game Pass and that money starts to not be splashed out or it, it only is given now to, again, AAA developers and things like that. So it'll I'm a little interested to see what it is going to do to the indie market, given some time. I hadn't thought about that perspective from my friend until he mentioned it.
2: That's what gets me concerned, because as we know beforehand, it started with Netflix being the like pay subscription for, for movies. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. now you have so many different kinds of subscription services for everything that it, it if you got all these, it'd be more than the price of cable at this point. So it's yeah. interesting to think about what would happen in the future with this. Like, how many companies are going to follow this suit? Is it going to be just you know, PlayStation? Is is Nintendo going to ever do something similar to this in the future? And like with the whatever comes after the Switch, and then other consoles that you know may not have be as big as the the, the main three, but still try to uh, um um get on top of something like this. It's yeah. it's a little scary.
0: <laughs> it, it it is, and I wonder. On some, hand, on one hand, I wonder if other game companies would try to do this, or they would, le- would leave it to the big three. Because, um, I, you know, we've talked about you know, EA has its own thing, Ubisoft has its own thing, but nobody talks mm. about those. Mm-hmm. Nobody talked about that type of <laughs> game pass yeah. system uh, until, well, Game Pass. <laughs> uh, Microsoft just nailed it, and it has a wide breadth of content. I don't think mm. any one developer has enough to even provide the same value as um, Game Pass other than the big three and being able to bring in the other third parties. Like, maybe Capcom, but even then, like, EA has a wide breadth of stuff that they've had before. Ubisoft has a, a decent amount of stuff they've before that's kind of all very similar. But I'm trying to think of other devs that are just that big and have that wide breadth of classic and new stuff to put on there. And it's not really coming to mind.
1: Kind of, Dean would ever want to try something like it, but that would be such a licensing nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the only thing I can think of to rival it. But God, I don't even know how that works on a business end.
0: <laughs> no, it's no. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like trying to localize uh, Jump Ultimate Stars, and like we have all these licenses for all these characters, but they're all different in this country. So good luck. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild. Uh, that said, I, th- there's a lot of questions about what form this will take. Like uh, th- I've already seen like thoughts that Sony might have this, but maybe not for their first party titles or their first party titles will be the, the highest tier. If they have this whole tier, payment Yeah, it looks like
1: they weren't going to have their, their current releases be on any of the tiers is what it looked like.
0: Yeah, that's, mm. and that might shoot him in the foot it might not just be seen as valued like i could i could have the sony one if you have both a uh, ps5 and xbox series x on one hand first of all congrats you actually got both i managed (laughs) to get both uh but second of all like all right i can either get this game for free on this thing that well for free as part of the game pass that i already have on the xbox series x right now or i could wait six months and get it on playstation I you know what I think I'm going to get on Game Pass so it just it just has more value in that way I think
2: yeah definitely Microsoft has set a really high standard off the bat with this kind of with this kind of format <clears throat> so it's interesting to see and speculate what can Sony do to appeal to people that aren't interested in Game Pass for whatever reason or maybe they just don't have uh, a PC that can play certain games or uh, an Xbox at all so yeah it's
0: the big advantage that Sony might have in order to like, even if they don't have the most recent games is to have those legacy games because Mm. you ask people favorite console of all time. PlayStation two is up there for a lot of people. PlayStation Mm -hmm. is up there for a lot of people you get, you start putting all those old classic PlayStation games, namely, Oh my God, RPGs on there as well.
2: Yeah. Really?
0: All of a sudden there's value. And it's you know something Nintendo could do, <laughs> but they never will. Sure let's be honest. <laughs> like it's, yeah, it's that's that's how Sony competes because all of a sudden you have ease of access to on your modern console to play all your Jack and Daxters, all your Spyros, all your uh, Ratchet and Clanks, your Sly Coopers, your uh, your Final Fantasies, you know all these other classic ones. There's so many. Uh, that you could get on there as this sort of Netflix of gaming, and it would do quite well. I think there's, I think there's enough of that legacy content that, that they could compete despite not having modern stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll see what happens, but I mean, it seems to be the if it does happen, it'll come this year.
1: So, yeah, they were looking at the yeah. spring. I think it was. It was going to be pretty quick.
0: Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if there was like a Sony Direct and uh, State of Play, I guess is what they call it. Mm-hmm. And they announced this. It would make sense, especially if it's also on the PlayStation 4, because and we, we don't have this as a story, but it's kind of ridiculous that Sony's trying to combat the fact that nobody can get a PS5 by increasing PS4 production.
2: Oh, Good yeah, be oh a problem, won't it? Yeah, exactly,
0: <laughs> because that's what everybody's out to get. Totally that was my
1: other thought with, with um, Sony both you know, going into their this new PlayStation Now version and then also bringing more games to the PC. It's like, I wonder if this is their new actual plan to combat the fact that no one can get a PS5. It's like, here you go. You all have PCs. Just play mm. it on that.
0: Maybe it's a good idea that Horizon Zero uh, Forbidden West is on PS4 as well, so people can actually play it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Sounds like a good idea to me.
0: Yeah, feels like it. Oh, goodness. (laughs) But, yeah, we'll see what comes of Sony, but uh, I don't know. It's just interesting to get Phil Spencer's take on it and uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, Real quick, before we get to our final story, Black Ninja with a $2 Super Chat. Thank you so much. Saying, thoughts on Conduit and Conduit 2, and will there be a 3? This was on the Wii FPSs, Uh, if you don't know know because they're not talked about that often. (laughs) And so I you don't them, know them. Definitely
2: I remember
0: not, yeah. hearing about them. <laughs> I remember them being fine for the. Like, right. It right? was the chance of it was the rare chance of having a for FPS on the Wii. You don't get that too Ooh. often. And
1: mm-hmm. I think
0: Conduit Two was better, but I've not played it myself. I everything I heard, it's like great on the Wii, but fine as an FPS. FPS. It's not like you know too different or crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't think we're going to see a uh, conduit three though. I think that's pretty much done and done and dusted.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I think that series has run its course, unfortunately Mm -hmm. for those who are still fans
0: (laughs) who even did like develop conduit. I don't even know. It was high high voltage software. Yeah. Who has gone on to do a lot of just porting. They, they're a port studio now. (laughs) That's, that's basically what they are. Hi. Uh, so which is which is fine, you know. I mean if, if
1: it funds the games, it funds the games.
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Sure.
0: And hey, in 2013, the Conduit HD on Android.
2: <laughs> oh wow. What a get.
0: Yep, oh totally.
2: <laughs> on the Android I don't have.
0: <laughs> uh yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I don't think that's a good sign. I don't think it's a good sign. All right, well, let's go ahead and bring up our final story for the evening. And we're ending on a high note. Yeah, this is all okay. happy and Ooh. good stuff here. Because it's time to, talk, to you about, talk about Activision. It's been a while.
1: Do we have to? I, I'd rather
0: not, <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> this, this is the problem with limited news. <laughs> uh, so, you know, Activision continues to be terrible because... They actually pulled numbers on the workplace misconduct and, invest, and investigations uh, because you know shareholders and whatnot were like, "Hey, you know what what's going on here? We're not happy about this." And he has um, refused to release it publicly, just not showing it whatsoever. Just like, "Nope, this is this this is for us. Uh, we're not going to show it to anybody." Because, and you know, for whatever reason, the board of directors are still standing behind Kotech at uh, Activision Blizzard, but, you know, all the investors and everybody else are just like, yeah, no, we need to hear about this. This sucks. This is not great. And in the same vein, um, the Raven Q&A strike uh, has hit its seventh week and the effects are starting to be felt uh, because they are the main developer of Call of Duty Warzone, I believe. And um, players are starting to notice uh, that the game is starting to look a little Broken and not running well, and problems where apparently there's invisible skins and uh, just kind of um, not running well. It's it's buggier. Uh, it's it's just not looking good. And Activision is still refusing to hire back the twelve people they laid off with no issue, with uh, with no reason, as well as getting this QA workforce that's striking to full time. They're trying to hire scabs because, of course, they are, but. It's a mess,
1: I mean that sounds like Man. what what do you expect when you fire your entire q a like
0: <laughs> respect your q a department, <laughs> oh god i Man. yeah
2: i, I just. <laughs> yeah we shouldn't even be as sad that we shouldn't be surprised that these kind of things still happening now but man how can you continue to just bury yourself further and further down this hole with with topics like this where like i, I don't even <laughs> know man right it, right like what do you say it's, it's just dumb like what the hell it's
1: just in related news today uh activision continues to be activision blizzard um all right moving on yeah
2: <laughs> the sky is blue and water is wet and bobby kotick still is just not out of this business yet it's ridiculous
0: i i why do they protect him what does he what does kotick bring to the table
2: i don't know it's it's unfathomable right like either you think in his tr-
1: contract that you you literally can't fire him or they've, they've been in video games for so long they, they're convinced that, oh, this is just a momentary cancel culture thing. This is going to go away. Games yeah, have yeah, always they'll, had they'll bad us. stories. It'll, it'll blow over. We'll release the next Call of Duty and it's going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I
0: Apparently, according to uh, patron chat, they're saying uh, Kotech pays the board a lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's Hendrick Strogan, uh. Rob, uh, Rob, Our Man X. Um, so, yeah, just... Bribery, sweet. (laughs) That 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 makes sense. That's just. I I don't I don't even know how to respond to this. Like, good on the good on the QA people for still striking seven weeks out. That's that's good stuff. I mean, holding on to that, despite the fact that nobody's really you know it's not being talked about as much anymore. But good on them, and it's it's one of those things as QA their effects are starting to be felt they will need to do something about this. Um, at some point one would think it's completely, well, not completely unrelated, but similarly related, uh, isn't the craft strike still going on? I'm not sure, but I know there's a lot of of people saying that, um, you know, their products were starting to get pretty crappy and like unfortunate, like, uh, qa is not working too well
1: (laughs) it says it ended Mm. i think if you're talking about the the Nabisco strike that involved like the oreos and stuff
0: i yeah i believe so where they they, like all their other products were like having like terrible um like not looking good basically (laughs) yeah
1: sadly it apparently ended after about a month
2: uh i see
0: it's i mean it's hard to maintain a strike
2: it's difficult when
1: capitalism.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Capitalism.
2: Great. (laughs) uh.
1: Do we have something happier? (laughs) Do we, do we have something happier?
0: What's what's happier? Let's, let's have some happy news. Like this, obviously what else can we say? We've said our opinion on this. It's just like, here's an update on how much they still suck. Um,
2: yeah, it's it's essentially like this. The story of Activision Blizzard has been on the show so many times that I think we've gone through the the ringer about what we think about them and and their our stance with everything here. Treat people correctly. Yeah, right. human beings are human beings. Why do you have to be like this to certain people in in um uh, in a workspace, especially in a workspace? This is a professional place of people people should be respecting each other working towards the same goals and we still have things like this happening underneath the surface and mm-hmm. yeah it's it's unfortunate that it's it's unfortunate that this isn't the only place it happens it happens in many places that we can't even see and man i just i want this to stop <laughs> so bad <It's laughs> I mean, as a
1: female gamer since like i i don't remember a time i didn't have video games but yeah <laughs> It's been everywhere for forever. But I am, I mean, to toot y'all's horn a little bit, I'm happy that there's legitimately a community of gamers online now where we can accept that, oh, Activision Blizzard sucks, is the accepted zeitgeist. That has not always been the case. So I'm happy that there's even spaces like this. That's a positive to say for now. (laughs) (laughs) For
0: sure. Yep. I'll take that. I will take that. Uh, We did, okay, we did get some good news here. One... Rob Arman X, it's his birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, happy hey. early birthday to you! Hey. That
2: happy is birthday, awesome, man.
0: Thank you so much. Congrats on the twenty-four hour stream. Um,
1: Final Fantasy fourteen goes back on sale as a huge FF fourteen player. I'm I'm yep. super about that.
0: Now you can buy that game and play it and get addicted like us.
1: Everyone can come join no. the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy
2: XIV. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, trying to get me in, man.
0: <laughs> as far as good money, as uh, New Taco, uh, New Salad points out, AGDQ raised, uh, I think, $3.4 Set a new yeah, record. Yeah, they set a record. Yeah, for a record. cancer prevention. Lampy moat,
1: lampy moat.
0: Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is good stuff. Um, awesome. I love it. And, you know... And did a whim. I'm glad you enjoyed the deep dive for Kirby. Yay! So yeah, I
1: enjoyed that. So. It came out really well.
2: Guess, yeah. he's just so good on it. Yeah. Thank you.
0: I I, I pretty feel pretty happy with the uh, script and all that. Brandon did an amazing job. I really, that was not anywhere noted. Martini Kirby is completely Brandon's creation. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I'm <laughs> sad. I didn't think of that. I know, right? Where
1: Martini came from?
0: <laughs> yeah, Martini. I just made a dumb joke about the the Martini glass, and then all of a sudden, that pops up when I'm watching the preview, like it, it, Brandon showing it off to me, just to do a double check. And I'm like, legit cracked up. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's curvy. amazing.
2: It's popping out the bottom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so great.
0: Just, just that phase two. It's 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 good stuff. But uh, yeah, so th- there's good news happening outside of Activision Blizzard.
2: <laughs> I like it.
0: I like it. Definitely. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah. Well, before we end this off, uh, whoops, I forgot to change out from. I forgot to change out from the intro. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> we're just a regular thing without a Chiron. Uh, Black Ninja, thank you so much for the five dollars super chat. Two five dollars super chats. The first saying it was Sega, and we need Conjured Three. What will George Washington and Abe Lincoln do? Out of out of context, I have no idea what they were talking about. That is insane. <laughs> And another five dollars, saying I'm going to single handedly get Sega to bring Conduit one and two back and get the third, maybe get it on, get it on the switch. That might revitalize it.
1: Squeaky wheel gets the grease. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I mean yeah. it worked. <laughs> I had to I I had to badger um uh what is it? Not hello. Uh, I'm blanking on the name. Um
1: uh the uh who are the, the DoorDash? No, it the, wasn't DoorDash. Not DoorDash. I mean, um, Grubhub. 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 Thank
0: you. I had to badger Grubhub since the game awards <laughs> in order to get Amy's pizza emote in Final Fantasy 14. It took that long.
1: <laughs> so bad. Every time I used the it in game, emote. there was inevitably someone in the party like, Oh my God, I haven't got my pizza emote yet. And I'm like, I'm just and like, even though I got the emote on time, I was like, well, now I just never want to use it. it <laughs> know, it's it's mad. shunned. <laughs> it's so funny. There was a
2: pizza emote kerfuffle for a while.
1: But you can see how well their advertising campaign worked. That we're sitting here as active 14 players who cared about their campaign. We're like, what was the name of that company? that got I know, that right? mode?
0: whatever. I got a pizza mo- Well, she got a pizza <laughs> mode. I wasn't going to buy do Grubhub mo- uh, twice <laughs> to get one each. Um,
2: well, yeah, I, I guess it works because I remember back in the day when Uncharted 3 was being released, uh, there was the subway. a subway promotion where if you got the if you got a certain code. You can make Drake do the $5 foot long emote in the middle of the game. <laughs> that is true. Oh uh, god.
0: Hey, you know what? I I did I I did buy a bunch of butterfingers for the the um <laughs> chocolate emote. <laughs> Not emote, but chocolate mount. The
1: the chocolate mount, the Chocoper.
0: Yeah. Oh I gosh.
1: I'm now sick of butterfingers for a while. <laughs> it doesn't
0: take that much, but uh no. it happened. Oh, goodness. But yes, that is it for the day. Thanks for indulging us for this just light topic day. It's it's been something else. But at the very least, we got Mary in here and had some fun uh, conversations, I think. Uh, Feel
1: sad. I know all about the Japan gaming scene, and it's like, oh, there. If only Square Enix NFTs had dropped now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could oh. Talk
0: about that. Although I've been avoiding NFT t- news. It was, it's like, exhausting. It really, it really <laughs> was like, do I do? Do I end with an NFT story or do I end with an Activision story? Oh, uh, neither's great. So, eh. decided to just try to champion a. a, a, a a strike. So there, we got that. (laughs) I'll take it. Um, but yes, uh, Mary, where can everybody find you at?
1: So, I mean, I'm over on Twitter if you want to just see me post random memes that are half Final Fantasy XIV memes. And a chunk of those are just retweeting in Sakaguchi, who is now the FF14 meme lord, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also, I recently started um, streaming over on Twitch. So I'm at Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash polyglotrobot. And my thing is I'm streaming a bunch of games that are either unlocalized but have a fan translation or are just completely untranslated because I'm, you know, decently fluent enough in Japanese. I lived there long enough. So it's I'm going through the games and trying to translate them live while actually playing them. Uh, so right now we're doing Sega Gaga and the original Soccer Wars for Sega Saturn. Um, along with some one-offs every now and then. Sometimes I'll do FF14. Uh, Tonight we're doing that um, McDonald's Japan uh, DS training cart, the ECDP program that got uh, released a little while ago. So you get to see if I I can actually become a McDonald's Japan employee. I doubt I'm going to be good enough.
0: But... I mean it it feels fitting because in the early days when we didn't we didn't have to worry about getting claimed all the time for our post shows and having to worry about that aspect for our channel uh we we'd spend our time actually um watching like old Wendy's training videos and stuff like that just to like, get the weirdness <laughs> in there.
1: I've seen so, several of them, they're great. Throw back
0: to those <laughs> yes, if you wanna uh, if you wanna watch uh Mary's stream yeah. tonight. <laughs> so I do
1: have a YouTube channel that's at Kawaii jutsu, and I used to update that more when I lived in Japan. Now it's it's a rare update. But yeah, sometimes whenever I get to actually go to Japan, which hasn't happened recently because of, you know, COVID destroying yeah. the universe. Uh, <laughs> you know, fun Japan videos if you're interested in that.
0: Yeah.
2: All good Always stuff. For that.
0: Definitely check out. Mary's a lot of fun. Uh, I try. Yeah. And thank Once you
2: it... for having thank you for having your dog here to so help I'll heal my me again helps yeah. get me through a lot of the news that we went through today. <laughs> yeah.
1: True. Like uh you're better than Activision Blizzard, aren't you? She's too <laughs> yes, depressed. You she are. heard she heard about Activision Blizzard and now she's sad. Yeah, that,
0: that would make oh, anybody no. sad. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, with that, we also have to give a big old thank you to our patrons, big and small, just without you, this just wouldn't be possible. Thank you for supporting us through the high news days, the low news days, everything in between. It really is appreciated. But of course, an extra special thank you to everyone at the producer tier. Uh, you make this show happen. It's just a great time and I, we all absolutely appreciate it. So thank you so, so much to all of you. And of course... We got to give him a big old shout out. Thank you so much, everybody, um, for just all your continued support at the executive producer tier and above. And that includes, I forgot to bring up the notes. So I'm going to read off the uh, the thing here. Brandon Bovia, <laughs> Rob Rman X, Fangs, Dan and Twistle, Z Patty, Hyrule Hermit, Sky Blue Flames, Eastman 23, Adam O'Sullivan, Octo Puppet, Richard Herrera, microphone, the d-pad, Vesmio, Waffle King, Bert J373. Uh, Critter XD, Cri- uh, Kitty Kong fax Angel Martinez, Vedran Hotik, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yal, Sapphire, Azran 127. Black King, Pagrima, Geller. Uh, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish. Kyle, Top Dog 23100 Young Ben Kenobi. Doug Showmix, Andrew Maderos, uh, Becca Rox the Cat, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Denith, Sci-Fi Lullabies, Michael McCall, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, uh, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Ascaron Eight Zero Nine, Rioner. Captain Finlandia, 60 Minutes and 60 Seconds, Nathan Steele, Spicy da- uh, spicy Pan daughter. Uh, the Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchro Lord, Rosa Bowling, Hi Steve's mom, <laughs> Kane Woolly. Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel 01, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Dinner Sonic, The Reek, jeff ed blaze star stag nasty mumbling yeti cameron sharp screamo shaman mason riley keel Santi the person brendan hess hustle bun noah fitterer calvin atkinson hanaru 77 and brook brook obscura and anthony wilson jr thank you all you so it. much <laughs> oh, so many names you did it and i'm not sure like why it's a little off-centered it not in the thing, so something must it have happened just in the back end. Doesn't want to game. be near me
2: today. I guess. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's got just... scared of Daniel. It's just it's just raw uh, energy that you just I can't handle.
2: <laughs> so I'm all by myself down here too. Yeah, yeah just... exactly.
0: <laughs> uh, either way, though, uh, remember that you too can become a patron over at Patreon.com/slash/GVGaming, where you can get access to our exclusive yeah. post show and ad free content for as little as five dollars a month, and uh i'll throw this out here too because we did talk about anime quite a bit the fourth episode of my one piece podcast (laughs) went live today on my personal channel so definitely check that out over at bit nerd games if you'd like if you want to talk about one piece with me and brandon bovia uh we're having a good time hopefully you are too check that out over at bit nerd games sorry for the plug (laughs) i gotta work it sometimes (laughs) thank you all but no matter what thank you all so much for listening for watching And if you like this video, be sure to subscribe to Good Vibes Gaming for more good times like these. Until next time, good night and good vibes. Bye.
2: Until we we meet again.